0: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Come on, on the threat. <laughs> Hey, everybody out there. How are you, man? Hope everybody is good. This is Ed Lover. This is, come on, son, the podcast. And I'm calling this Quarantine Part 1 because I'm quite sure I'm going to do another part two or three on this quarantine thing. We are all quarantined, whether you have COVID-19, like my boy Kurt Flirt's mom. My best friend, me and Kurt, have been friends for over 40 years. His mother contracted COVID-19. She's in the hospital. Let's all pray for her. Mrs. Carrot. I used to give him hell because his last name was Carrot and his first name is Curtis. Um, His mom is uh, in the hospital right now. She's doing better. And hopefully she'll come home soon. Lee Green, rest in peace. Dave Edwards, rest in peace. Uh, my girl, Beige, rest in peace. Beige is different. Beige didn't, uh, her real name is Marion. Beige didn't die of COVID-19, but she died of complications due to a surgery that she had. And, and she is a very close friend of the family, one of my wife's best friends. And I got to know her and her husband really well. I know Twin from before that I know he was even married to Beige because Twin was one of the DJs, twin DJs for Red Man back when Red Mans first started. And Twin was also one of the premier booking agents in this country. So Twin and I go way back. And the reason why we call him Twin, because of course he has an identical twin brother, and you're going to call one Twin, you're going to call the other one Twin. That's just how we do in the African-American community. And he lost his wife, and she had two lovely children. Um, And that's tough. They've been married for a long time, raising kids. I can't imagine waking up one day and my significant other is not theirs it's fucking heartbreaking man and for everybody out there that listening that lost somebody recently we all pray for you we pray for the souls of the people that you love we pray for my friend brian in chicago that lost his stepfather. The COVID-19, like I said, Beige um, didn't die of COVID-19. But especially for everybody in this day and age that's dying of COVID-19, we pray for you. We pray seriously for you. We pray hard for you. We ask that you stay covered in the blood of Jesus. We ask that Jesus comes down from heaven and snatch your soul and take you back home. We hope that you suffer no more pain, no more respiratory illness. This is a tough world that we live in right now, y'all. This, 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 is this is hard, hard to deal with. And we have the nerve to complain about being quarantined and being asked to stay in the house when people are dying. People are not coming back from this. This is this is not a game, and we can point the finger all we want to. But the only way this finger should be pointed, in my opinion, is at the White House and at the government. They knew it was coming. And our president called this a Chinese virus. Man, were you wrong, bro. New York is a hot zone. Chicago, Detroit, hot zones. Hot zones. I'm doing this podcast from my closet in Atlanta, Georgia. Big shout out to Mitch Henry over at Radio One, who helped me immensely in my time of need, and he didn't have to. I used to work with Mitch a couple of years ago when I had the syndicated radio show with Radio One, Reach Media. And I reached out to Mitch because I was in dire need of a Comrex machine. I know most of you out there maybe listening, maybe like, Ed, what the fuck is a Comrex machine? Well, I'm going to tell you. A Comrex machine allows you to broadcast via... Either Wi Fi or Ethernet line. Y'all know what the Ethernet line is. Plug it in, goes through the phone lines, or, you know, that's what you, back in the days, we used to plug our desktops into. That's an Ethernet line that allows you to broadcast clearly and concisely back to your radio station. So, Mitch put me up on something called Clean Feed. I knew absolutely nothing about Clean Feet. And he put me up on Clean Feet. He said, You need to buy this microphone. It's called a Yeti USB microphone. And I bought the USB microphone, the Yeti USB microphone. My dumb ass bought a bundle. Oh, I don't even know why I bought a bundle. It's the thing that keeps you from your peas from popping. That was in there. It was an arm for the microphone that was in there. It was like a four USB channel in there. I'm quite sure. I'll use it some other time, but I paid way too much than what I needed to pay. So I got this Yeti USB microphone, got the laptop, and he told me he said you can use Clean Feed. All you have to do is plug in your USB, create your own, you know, username and password. Go on to Clean Feed, and they have to do something on the other side at your at your station, your home station, and They'll pull you up on the board through the internet, and it sounds just like you're sitting there. And I was like, wow, because I'm quarantined in, in Atlanta. I, I couldn't go back to Chicago and do my show on 104.3 Jams. I'm, st- I'm stuck here. People with, in our building and stuff were testing positive for COVID-19. One or two people actually had COVID-19, so they were really scaling back on the amount of people that they wanted in the studio. I just came here because of my wife's birthday. But I came at the right time. Cause I'd rather be quarantined with my family than to be sitting in an apartment by myself in Chicago. So Mitch Henry told me about Clean Feed. And I've been using Clean Feed ever since for the first couple of days I had to use my phone. I had to I had to do my show over the phone, y'all. And that wasn't that wasn't good at all. This is what this coronavirus has done for us. It's so bad that usually if I came here for a week to visit my family i would just broadcast from v103 in atlanta it's a heritage station here; has been around for a long time frank ski is the morning show shout out to frank he's been doing a good job for a very long time and that's our sister station i work for intercom radio and v103 is one of the properties that that's owned by intercom and a couple of other stations here in atlanta so i would go to their facilities and use one of their production rooms they would punch me up on ISDN and I would just use it from the studio here in Atlanta. But coronavirus came and swept through so hard they closed down everything. So everybody is working from home. Everybody. Even on-air personalities are working from home. That's that's what it is right now. You don't want anybody to give it to anybody else to give it to somebody else. And especially you, you, you don't want it. You don't want it. And I know that right now quarantine is hard. I know. And I know you're getting a lot of misinformation about the coronavirus. I know. And I know that because of the coronavirus, we're finding other ways to entertain ourselves. And let me touch on that for a minute. Because there seemed to have been a controversy surrounding that. So, most of the DJs out there, I not including me, because... I do have a DJ set up here, but I don't have my laptop, and I don't have my hard drive. I have my daughter's laptop, but my daughter's laptop doesn't have my music on it, and I don't have my hard drive. I'm, I'm working off a PC, not a Mac. I have a MacBook. So when I DJ, it's my MacBook. It's my hard drive with all the music. Shout out to DJ Omanaya, always keeping me up on the music. That's how I DJ music, although I do have... One of the Pioneer decks, and I do have Serato and all of that stuff. And I could have went on live and DJ like a lot of the other DJs. And big shout out to D-Nice, who really, really set it off with having over 150,000 people on his Instagram live feed. Everybody from Michelle Obama, Oprah Winfrey, Stevie Wonder. I mean, come on, Halle Berry flirting with him in there. All the best of the best actors and actresses, personalities. He shouted me out. uh, Big Daddy Kane, MC Light, Queen Latifah. You name them, probably except Jay Z. And I think I'm not sure, but I think Beyonce came into the to watch him DJ too. Over 150 thousand people at one time watching him DJ. So of course, part of course, all the other DJs are going to start doing something similar, and we appreciate. Each and every DJ, Kit Capri, one of the premier DJs in the country, Biz Markie, DJ S N S, DJ Quest Love. I'm going. I even saw Dion Cole on there DJing. <clears throat> um, my man Shack. I love Dion Cole too. Um, Terry Crews was trying to DJ on there with his set. <clears throat> Leave it to the professionals, fellas. But you get the gist. My man DJ uh, Silver Knight here in Atlanta, DJ E Class here in Atlanta. Little John was on. Uh, we also, I hope y'all saw Scott Storch versus Manny Fresh. This are going beat for beat for beat on stuff that they created. This is the kind of entertainment that we're getting via Instagram, Facebook, such and such. My man Barry Blinz out of New York. He was on with the NAACP yesterday, um, asking people to make sure they set, fill out their census forms. So you get the gist. All the great DJs were on. So while I was watching D-Night's, the lifetime specialist, Mr. Kenny Burns, and a few other people were like, we really enjoying this. And D Nice is doing this. Oh, not to mention Will Smith was on there, sent him some water, and Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, we really enjoying this, tip the DJ, because we were all on there at one point acting like we were actually in the club. Diddy was in there talking about more bottles to my section. I was hitting them back like, ain't no sections in here, ain't no VIP in this spot we just all in here having a good time right you ain't in no vip you ain't got no section so that being said we laughing and joking and fucking with each other and, and people are talking to people through the chat that they haven't even talked to in years d nice is shouting people out there. he know um it's going down we just having a good time so somebody said tip the dj like i said and they put up d nice's cash app now d nice did not put up his cash app. He didn't do it. He refused to do it. He didn't. Some people tip the DJ. Some people don't. Now, if 150,000 people gave D-Nice a dollar piece, he made $150,000. I'm not privy to how much money people gave D-Nice. I'm not sure. But I know D-Nice was doing this, and he was doing it for hours, y'all. I'm talking about from, like, Six o'clock to like midnight. He was doing it for so long that he actually said, Okay, I'm going to play for five hours and then y'all go check out Quest Love for the after party. And then Quest Love would play for another couple of hours. You understand? Because that's a lot. But the thing about it is, he was doing it from his heart and soul. DJ Omanaya, good friend of mine, from the heart and soul, trying to keep us happy. Trying to keep us, our minds off COVID 19 from the heart and soul. That's what, that's what he was doing it from. He never put up his Cash App information. So after that, when I was going on to DJs, D, different DJs' pages, and I start seeing them and watching them DJ and being entertained, I start seeing their Cash App information come up, tip the DJ, tip the DJ, and they pinned it. Pinning it is when, as a person that goes on the Instagram live feed, me, I could say something and pin it. Now, I'm not going to call out which DJs did it, but it created a controversy because Kid Capri went on his Instagram, li- Instagram live and started saying that he thought it was tacky. That we should, if we're going to do this, let's just do it from the heart and let's not try to come up off of it and let's not start acting like we're charging people to listen to us DJ on Instagram Live. DJ Scratch is one of my favorite DJs. Amazing. And another one of my favorite DJs, I was wondering why he wasn't doing it, it was DJ Jazzy Jeff. Come to find out Jazzy Jeff had pneumonia and thought he had COVID-19, Scarface tested positive for COVID-19 hip-hop legend wishing him and his wife the best and hope that they get better soon now back to what Kid Capri said, kind of got under Scratch's skin because Scratch had his Cash App information up while he was DJing but Scratch said he put it up there because somebody asked him to one of the fans said, hey man We want to tip you for doing such a great job. Put your Cash App or Venmo information up there. And he did. It was up there. And the people that wanted to tip Scratch, tip Scratch. Now, I understand both perspectives of this argument. I absolutely understand Scratch's point of view. As a DJ, you depend on gigs. I am a part-time DJ. I'm not a full time DJ. So my livelihood does not depend on gigs. Doesn't depend on me rocking a party. And when you start thinking about COVID 19, you start thinking about how many people are affected by this pandemic. Start thinking about how many bouncers are not working, how many DJs are not working. Big shout out to my cousin Talent, Rip Michaels, Um, Earthquake, Um, Dion Cole, Mike Epps slew slews melanie camacho i could go on and on i'm sorry y'all my phone is ringing but i could go hold, hold, hold on hold on y'all hold on my wife's on the phone hold on. okay she hung up. i can go on and on because i just can't remember everybody's name right now and there's a cat williams there's a there's a million great comedians out there man and, and and if I didn't say your name is from my brain and it's not because of my heart, you guys all know that I love each and every one of you. But they're not working. And what brought this to, to the light for me is a very funny brother that I've worked with a, a couple of times out of Philadelphia by the name of Teray, who's really good friends with Kevin Hart also. And he was talking about the fact that that's how they make their money. Think about all the barbacks. Think about everybody who, hold on, y'all. There she go. Hey. Hey. I'm podcasting. I'm call you. i I'm podcasting. I call you back. Okay. All right. Think about everybody out there, all the barbacks, all the people that clean up the clubs, all the waitresses, all the waiters, okay, all the busboys, all the strippers, the house mom, all these places are closed down. The promoters, The the, the person that works there taking your ticket. The usher that shows you where you see that. The person that works at the concession stands. Think about all of these people who are out of work right now because of COVID-19. So to give you Scratch's point of view, if I could get a little bit of money from this and people enjoy my mixes and want to tip me through Cash App, why not? I depend on gigs for my living, and I'm not working right now. So every dollar that I could get or $5 or $10 or $20 because somebody's enjoying my mixes, I don't see anything wrong with it. Now, let me give you Capri's perspective. You on Instagram Live, you're entertaining people. You should be doing it for the love and not for the come up. And I don't think when he was talking about it, he was pinpointing Scratch. Personally, but Scratch is one of the people that I saw speak back to him about it. The other DJs that are jumping on, now you wanna to try to charge people for it and I saw an interesting conversation between a young man whose uh name I don't know and Kid Capri because it got all off. You know, Envy jumped on and said something and Kid Capri started saying something and then you need to make room for the young DJs and then Capri You know, Envy talking about his gigs and Capri talking about how many days he gigged a year and it got off the subject, okay? Capri's point was you do it for the love. You do it to entertain people because people are down, you're home, you got it set up. People love to hear you DJ. You're a great DJ. You do it for the love. You don't do it to try to get people to come out of their pockets and give you money and it's tacky for you to put your put your uh information up there when people didn't ask you for it. Okay? That's Capri's point. And there was a young man that was on there with Capri and he made a point and he said, Imagine going to a restaurant and the waiter serves you and the waiter tells you that you're gonna give them a give uh give them a tip. Or when your bill comes. Before Or before your bill comes, when you pay for what you want, the waiter gives you their cash app information. You tip if you feel like tipping. Now, if somebody asks you, what's your, hey, Ed, what's your cash app information? Then I'm going to text it back to that person that asked for it. I'm not going to put my information up there and pin it so it keeps running across my live feed. When I sit down and I tell my stories on Instagram, i doing it because, my first of all, my boy D asked me to do it. I was intrigued by Kevin Hart's stories. I was intrigued by Noriega's stories. And I said, I got stories. Let me tell some of my stories. I didn't sit there and go, well, here's my story, y'all cash at me and pin it and have it running. I'm doing it because I want to. I'm doing it for the love. I'm doing it so that somebody that can sit there can look at my story and be entertained and laugh. That's what I'm doing. I'm not doing it for the money. But on the other side of that coin, and I'm going to give you all the other side of that, I got a radio job that I get up and do every day, and I get a check every two weeks. So this COVID-19 hadn't really affected me yet at that point you understand it had an effect it affects everybody all the way across the board everybody because people that i work with that i love dearly that i see every day had to get let go i was one of the people that survived i didn't get i didn't get fired people got let go because the nature of the business is if there's nobody buying advertising on the radio they can't afford to keep paying everybody some people were put on furlough Some people, including the CEO, took a pay cut. I took a pay cut. That's the nature of the business right now and the life that we're living in right now. This is the life that we're, I shouldn't have said life we're living in, the space we're living in right now. And this is the life that we all are forced to live because there's so many businesses that are closed that will not rebound. They will not rebound at all. You see now the government wants to wake up and pour money into the hospitals. The hospitals are overcapacity. They can't they can't they don't have enough respirators. They don't even have enough beds for everybody. They're taking places and turning places in hospitals, I mean turning hotels into hospitals, taking places like the Javits Center in New York and turning that into a hospital. This is a real serious pandemic, and it's time for us to wake up and understand that. I know you're bored, but don't be out in the streets partying. There was 200 people in Atlanta just the other day, around the corner from a friend of mine, partying in the street. Music, everything. Cops had to go over there and break it up. Not respecting the social distancing whatsoever. Do you understand that if you're talking to somebody that close and a little bit of spittle comes out of their mouth, maybe they pronounce a P, man, this party is crazy. And that gets into your system, even if they're systematic. You know what that means? That means they have Corona-19, but they don't show any symptoms of having Corona-19. So even if you stand next to that's my man, he ain't got it. And that gets into your system, he could be positive. Next thing you know, you're positive. That six feet is very important. I don't know how they came up with six feet, but sounds good enough for me. Yesterday, I was out walking, minding my business, walking. These two ladies behind me, now, we, I had on gloves. I had my mask at the ready. So when I'm out walking, there's nobody around me. I don't feel the need to have that mask on my face. I saw people driving their cars with their window up with the mask on their face. I think that's kind of ridiculous, okay? Spit ain't going to travel 3,500 feet to get in your face. But if to each his own. So anyway, I'm walking, and I can see these two ladies at least 20 feet behind me. I I'm not walking fast. I'm not in a walk race. I'm just walking at a normal pace. And the next thing I know, they right up on us. To pass us, and I had to turn around and say, "Ladies, you're not going to respect the six feet social distancing." Oh, oh, we saw two white ladies, no gloves, no mask, nothing. They're running their miles at the same time. I understand that we all need to go out and get some exercise. Get that being cooped up in the house sucks, and we don't know how long this shit is going to last, and so we don't know how long we're going to be cooped up. It sucks, y'all. It does. I'm a social person. I'm a social butterfly. I like to be out. I like to go out. I like to go to my favorite place and smoke a cigar with my friends. I like to be outside. I like to be around people. I like going to brunch. I like going to restaurants. I like going to lunch. I like concerts. I like sporting events. I like watching sporting events in the sports bar. All of that is done for right now. My mama used to say when I was a kid, don't rush your homework. Outside ain't going nowhere. Now I'm a grown man and outside is gone for the time being. Gas prices dropped. That's, that's not good. Stocks plummeted. This is, this is not good. And the United States knew about COVID-19 and did nothing to take precautions for U.S. citizens. Nothing to take precautions for us. But when you look at the sporting world, every damn NBA player, NFL player, and professional baseball player has been tested. Huh? And if you even think you have it, they're telling you to do either a telephone call or video call with your doctor before they test you. What makes them so damn important that they get tested? Where did these tests come from? you you telling me the United States don't have enough tests. Or we don't have enough tests. We don't have enough beds. We don't have enough respirators. But all the professional sports team, including all the soccer teams, everybody got tested? Where did these tests come from? Six feet, social distancing. Do you see six feet between President Trump and any of the reporters or any of the people that stand behind him when he's giving these press conferences? I don't. I've seen him closer than six feet to him. I know he got tested. I know Mike Pence got tested. Let me tell y'all something, man. We have freedom of speech, freedom of religion. And we got the right to vote. Took a long time for us African-Americans and women. But we have the right to vote, and you do have the right to vote for whoever you want to. But after this and during this, if you vote to reelect donald james trump then you crazy that's all i'm gonna say and he's gonna try to fall back on how great the economy was and he's gonna try to fall back on look at what i'm doing sending out stimulus checks for people this is all too late you had a committee to study COVID-19 at the White House and you got rid of all of them. You called it a Chinese virus. Oh, it's not going to do anything to us. And I know, I know, I know words. I know, I know these things and, and, and we're doing a good job. For... It shouldn't even have gotten this far. You could have nipped that in the bud a long time before you stopped people from coming into the United States from outside the United States. Way before that, bro, we're not going to forget that you said that this was something that wouldn't affect United States. You said this was a democratic hoax. That's what you said. It's not a hoax. An estimated 200,000 people could die from this. Does that sound like a hoax to you? And all you conspiracy theorists, oh, the government made this up, but now it's out of hand and they can't control it. Everybody you're getting mixed up information from people some of the doctors say don't use the ibuprofen some of the doctors say yeah use the ibuprofen and' they don't, they don't this is unlike anything they've ever seen so they really don't know how to handle it they don't know wash your hands keep yourself inside and away from people if you're going outside wear a mask and gloves because you're touching stuff and you don't know who's touched it before you those are all Good idea, social distances to flatten the curve, social distancing to flatten the curve is a good idea. It's all a good idea. but honestly, when it really comes down to it, in November of last year, December of last year, why didn't the United States take all the power that they had and start working on a vaccine? Why? Why? Some people said it's because they want the stock market to drop so all the people with money can buy up all the stock so that when it rises again, they make a crazy profit off of it. Some people say it was created to kill African-Americans, but they really didn't test our immune system to know that we we have one of the strongest immune systems of any ethnicity in this world. Some people say, hey. They're just tired of the old people getting Social Security. So the more of them that they can knock off, the better. My mom gets Social Security. I don't want my mother to die from COVID-19. I don't want any of your parents, grandparents, aunties, uncles, cousins, children, grandchildren to die from COVID-19. That's not what I want. I don't think that's what anybody wants. Anybody. But I'm just not understanding that we're supposed to be one of the smartest countries in the world and we don't have a vaccine for this yet. I'm not, I'm not understanding that at all. I'm not getting it. I'm not getting why we didn't do something before we got behind the eight ball as a country. When we're in front of the eight ball. I remember the president sent out a tweet about Obama resigning because of the man that came from West Africa into the United States who allegedly was carrying the Ebola virus, and less than a hundred people died of him, he was like he should resign. Now you have how many people dying because of COVID nineteen? You're not talking that stuff about yourself at all. I don't get it, y'all. I really, I, I, I really don't. I really don't get it. We're quarantining in here. We. Trying to stay healthy as much as you can, the exercise and I'm doing jumping jacks, I'm doing push-ups, trying to stay work out a little bit. Now you start looking forward to the meals. Now you find yourself going to the grocery store more than normal because you're eating up every damn thing in the house. Going to bed early. Some people are drinking every night. That's one thing that I I said that I was not gonna do. I'm not gonna I'm not having a glass of alcohol just because I'm bored. You know, some, a lot of my friends are cigar smokers. Y'all know I'm a cigar smoker. I think one of the best things that did happen to me is when I got sick and I had a bad flu, and because of the flu, I got a, a small batch of bronchitis because it kept me from smoking a cigarette for two weeks. I mean a, cigarette, a cigar. It kept me off of cigars for two weeks. I'm not going to sit up every single night because I'm bored and light up a cigar and drink. And I know a lot of people that's doing it, but there's also a lot of my friends that I know that do smoke cigars every day. I'm not one of them. I smoked um, Tuesday, and I probably won't smoke again until either tomorrow night or Saturday. But I'm not going to do it every night. My boy just said, oh, man, I'm having a cup of coffee and a cigar. Oh, bro, first thing in the morning? I don't, I don't want to get into that habit. I don't want to get into the habit where I'm polishing off a bottle of wine every night just because I'm bored. That, can't, that cannot be healthy. And then what's going to happen when the COVID-19 pandemic is over? You're an alcoholic? I don't think you want that. So we got to try to find other things to do that makes you happy. Play some games. You don't have no board games in your house? I have plenty. You want to borrow some? Come over here with a hazmat suit on. I'll loan you some. This is killing a lot of business, man. You know, a dentist, think about it. If you're a dentist, you had a good living going if you're a dentist. If you're an eye doctor, you had a good living going as an eye doctor. And the only way you're going to the dentist right now is your top gums and your bottom gums got to be bleeding profusely at the same time and you can't chew anything. So you're not letting nobody just give you a cleaning and be in your mouth right now? Now? shoo! Eye doctors right now, you're going to look in my eyes? LASIK surgery surgeons dying right now. Plastic surgery surgeons are dying right now. Any of y'all that get on a plane, ladies, right now, and go to the DR and get plastic surgery, you're a damn fool. And you deserve any disease that you get when you get back. Right now? you going to do that right now? Dumb as hell. For what? Who are you impressing? What, you getting a couple of likes on Instagram or a couple of thousand likes? That's, that's what makes you happy now? That's what makes you fulfilled. That somebody liked a picture that you airbrushed a million times. Come on, y'all. This COVID-19 virus is going to change the way everything is done. Everything. You know who's benefiting? Listen, whenever there's a tragedy, there's always somebody that benefits. Believe that. If the tragedy is your homeboy got shot eight times on the corner of your block and died, guess who benefits? The mortician. In the funeral home. Somebody's going to benefit. The the person that sells you the casket. If you don't get it from that funeral home. You go online. And you buy them a casket. It's going to cost you. If you haven't cremated. It ain't going to cost you as much. But it's going to cost you. The funeral home's going to get money. When they do the viewing. And all of that. You want to pull up in all of these fancy cars. And send them off to the great beyond. Hopefully to heaven and not hell. That's going to cost money. So somebody benefited out of the tragedy. Right now, the grocery stores are benefiting. Amazon, Walmart, they are benefiting. Delivery services are benefiting. People are benefiting. Gas stations, making money. We get scared. We keep going there and filling everybody's car. Everybody car got to have a full tank of gas just in case we got to get out of here. Ain't that what we always say? Where are we going? Netflix is benefiting. Amazon is benefiting. Amazon Prime. Hulu. Every streaming service is benefiting right now because all we're doing is watching TV and eating. That's all we're doing. I try to go out every day and get some exercise. Just walk. All we doing is eating, watching the TV. There ain't no way that shit is healthy, y'all. I'm telling you straight up, man. Right now, the way things are going, I'm just happy and lucky that I still got a job. Six million some odd people unemployed. Ah. Ah. It's crazy. Really, this is, this is, we thought 2020 was going to be lit. So far, 2020 ain't shit. Went from lit to shit. Real quick. That's my opinion. I'm sticking with it, man. Hope y'all keep listening. It's Come on, Sunday podcast. I'm at Lover. Quarantine part one. I'll give you another part of it because I still got a lot of, More things to say about being quarantined in this day and age. But please, wash your hands, folks. Stay inside. Love one another. (sighs) Keep God first. Everything else will fall into place. We'll talk at you, with you, to you, and about you next week. I'm Ed Love, and I approve this message. Come on, son. Fuck out of here with that bullshit. <laughs> Come on, son. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is being brought to you by Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. No, I'm only playing. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> nah. Y'all keep going first. Everything else will fall into place. We'll talk at y'all next week, man. Y'all know what it is. Come on, son. This episode of Sun, the podcast, is produced and engineered by co-executive producers Krista Hayes and Kimana Paulus in downtown Chicago. This is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.